Hey everybody, it's Will. We're back with another edition of Creators Outlet right here on the Outright Geekery Podcast Network. Before we jump into the loaded show we have tonight, I want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, SpinWiz Comics, at SpinWizComics.com. It is a webcomic and indie comic discovery platform. You can download it for free on your phone or tablet, both iOS and Android available. And it's loaded with well over 400 free comics for you to read. That's right, I said free comics. Go check it out for yourself, but not right now. Right now, we're going to dive in with the guys from, do, do we call it Wacko or Waco? Waco. Is, is it Waco because it's a Texas thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Waco. Okay, yeah. good. You only get called Wacko when you're late. Yeah. They, My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you guys all... all Get together? Were you were you like longtime friends or just internet friends, and then came together that way, or what happened? Um, I met I met Danny through a local other um, art organization um, that was trying to um, dive into like the con scene and stuff and the pop culture scene. So that's kind of how we met and uh, linked up. Yeah. And then uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know when Joey came into play. No, uh, it was um, it, it was, Joey about was 2017. Um, I was working at a comic book store, store. restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they were at a drink and draw, and um, I was I had the inkling that I wanted to write, and uh, I saw these guys. Like I was, I was like bringing uh, cups and plates over. They were like, doodling these things. I looked over, like, oh my god, it's amazing. Uh, so I started bugging Danny for a little while. Um, and then uh, I started bugging Armando, and then slowly but surely, uh, here we are uh, a couple years later. <laughs> hey, he wore us down. He wore yeah, us down. Yeah. Like, fine, okay, shut so up. I was working <laughs> at a comic book store. <laughs> Actually, I was a waiter because <laughs> wait, waiters are either writers or actors. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, we're glad he did, though. We're glad he wore us down because. Oh, yeah. So, you guys adopted the waiter. Uh-huh. <laughs> And how long have you? Uh, how long has the, the group been uh, cranking out comics? We've we been started. at it for over a year now. Yeah, but so we've got stories under our belt. We just don't have books yet. We're we're la- we're launching our first book right now as we speak. Yeah, and it has been funded. It has yeah. been fully funded yep. on Kickstarter. Yes, now yeah, we're cool. aiming for stretch goals. I, I saw one of your fans posted it in one of the uh, comic groups I'm in. I was telling Armando look before you guys popped in, and uh, he he posted it, and I saw it and commented. I go, "Oh, that's awesome!" He's like, "Yeah, this is great." I go, "Yeah," I go, "They're on my podcast tonight. You should really go check it out." And then I went back in there. I'm like, Armando just shared the link. Getting alive, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, like, like uh, Danny said, over the guy said, over, over a year, we'd, we, you know, whenever we'd hang out, we'd talk about ideas and stuff. But of course, we all had kind of uh, um, other things going on at the time. But then we kind of just decided to start being serious about it, you know? So, so, and I think for us, uh, putting together, like the reason why we're only getting one book out right now is because we had so many ideas that we just we decided to sit down and say, hey, what if we just create an entire universe 
with a zero point book that branches out and shows everything. Yeah. You know, it allows for everything to exist from here on going forward. And that way down the road, you can have uh, crossover events with yeah, other exactly. people in the universe and they can, you know, exactly. They can do one of those like little cameos, like way, way, way in the background on like one panel. Yeah. And yeah. nobody knows it. And then you, you know, you guys are toting around 9.8 slabs of this one book at the convention when <laughs> we open up next year. Yeah. Well, because Joey, Joey kept coming to us with, oh, yo, I've got this character. And yo, I've got this character. And I've got this character. And I've got this character. And they were all really great ideas. And I sat down. We all sat down one night. And I was like, look. This is how DC did it. This is how Marvel did it. They had these one characters, and then they had to go back and make a cohesive universe out of it. So I told Joey, this is our starting point. Why don't we start with our cohesive universe, and then we can branch out from there? We don't have to go back and rejigger the whole thing to make everything fit. We can make it fit from day one. Yeah, Yeah. you, you, do, the, you do this zero, basically this zero-hour issue – and yeah. then everything else builds like Legos. Right. And hopefully you don't step on any of them because they hurt like yeah. that. Yeah. True. So before we look at the Kickstarter, tell us a little bit about the premise of this launch point book. Okay. Joey? <laughs> that's, that's you, Mr. Writer. Oh, he froze. Did he freeze? <laughs> <laughs> Great. There he is. He's breathing. He's kind of breathing. He's alive. Can you hear us, Joey, Joey? Yeah, pretty much. Can you talk about the, the premise of the book of the Plus Universe, Joey? Yes, sir. Am I good? Are we good? <laughs> somewhat. Somewhat. Is everything all right? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. 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 I can hear you guys. Is everything all right, dudes? Take over for a second. <laughs> all right. Are we still having a problem? Uh, yeah. We're, we're still on. We're still Dude. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're still on. You're just freezing up a little bit here and there. Yeah. Okay, so why don't you guys tell us right, about the book? Uh, let me, um, Danny, take over you... for a second. Uh, let okay. me see if I can get this fixed up real fast, okay? All right. So, no, it's I'm fine. so sorry, it's fine. Uh, The Plus Universe uh, Alpha book is our launch point book. It explains uh, the current state of heroes and how they came to be. The origins of the of this entire universe. It sets forth uh, the human race, alien races, godlike beings, and deities, and how uh, they bestowed upon uh, specific people or specific persons uh, enhancements and abilities. Um, there's all kinds of just just various various uh, artifacts and mystic mystical abilities uh, that 
permeate throughout the entire book. Um, it really does set the ground for our stories going forward, which come out of uh, out of mythology, out of uh, pulp heroes, out of uh, spy categories, old Arthurian legend, uh, some urban characters that uh, tackle tough subjects that are happening today. We've got uh, characters from uh, Native American backgrounds, Hispanic backgrounds that take on challenges as just normal people. It really is about how people overcome their uh, the, the, the troubles in front of them for not just themselves, but for the community and people around them. The impacts they have right go going through the entire world yeah yeah and with this first book it really it, it kind of explores the the dichotomies between uh good and evil and how at a certain to to everyone you're the the hero of your own story and kind of pushes that envelope a lot and then we launch into the stories going forward from there And this this one's funded already. Yeah, right, he's, he's, he's is he back? Are you are you back, Joe? We're good. Yeah. I was trying to run it off my phone and it was dying, and that was the issue. So we're good now. We're fine. My bad. Let go, Danny. Okay, so Danny was telling us all about the book and and how it and how it's set up. Um, the, you know, various people, alien races, humans, you know, all different, you know, heroes from all different ethnic backgrounds and, and, you know, communities, you know, going forward. And so anything to add? Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it was really just a culmination of a lot of inspirations that we all had. So we all have, uh, so many years of experience of just, uh, not just only reading comics, but. Uh, just outside uh, culture from uh, from an anime, uh, movies, television shows, novels. Um, you're going to see a lot of hints of those in there with a lot of twists. And it's going to be really cool and really unique. So I'm really excited to see it. Uh, and I hope you guys are too. Yeah, I, I, I love Easter eggs when I, when I spot them. Cause, yeah, for sure. You know, just like, bing. You know, because that's the only knowledge I have is, you know, Comic books, TVs, cartoons, and movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's cool. Nowadays, yeah. it's all starting to blend together. Yeah, uh, now I actually flip through the channels, you know, trying to find something that's not based on a comic book to watch, just just to mix it up a little bit, you know. Yeah. So, how did you guys uh, first discover comics? What drew you into the medium? I'll go for it. Um, I, uh, I think what started it for me was, uh, I just, I had, I think I had the classic story. I walked into a comic book store one day with my dad, uh, picked up two issues. Uh, from there I was, was kind of hooked. Um, I was always kind of into the, uh, classic mythology and lore and superheroes was just a totally different thing. I just, I couldn't get enough of it. Was there one particular character that just kind of like. The ultimate Spider-Man series is the most memorable one. Uh, right, I was around uh, seven or eight years old when that came out. 
So that was my first, like, uh, ah, my first game. Wow, wow. My bad, y'all. My bad. We're old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'm yeah, like, for, I think for, I was like 28 when that came out or something. Jeez. Yeah, for me, I was I was kind of just born into it. My dad had a a whole collection, and uh, I grew up on reading uh, Savage Sword magazine. Conan, oh, nice. that was that was my jam growing up, and and seeing all the the artists getting their starts in there, like Mike Zek and Neil Adams and stuff like that, while they were doing other things, and then going up into like X Men, Arthur Adams, stuff like that. Um, yeah, just all kinds of comics, and and like Joey said too, just literature. And uh, classic literature and Greek mythology and and um, stuff like that. So, TV shows. Uh, you know, growing up in the late '80s, uh, early '90s, like that's what what I uh, what I kind of grew up with. So, I mean, oh, I was yeah. I was just involved. The X Men, the X Men cartoon, yeah. uh, Batman the animated series. Yeah, just all that. So, what about you, Danny? Uh, this is gonna age me so much right now. <laughs> but uh, my first experience was with the old. Uh, I'm not. I'm not this old, but I. But they. But they played them in syndication. The old filmation Batman cartoons. I own them. Those. Those things. I would catch them in syndication in the mornings, and the old '60s Marvel cartoons and the Spider-Man cartoons from the '60s, and I would want. They would go off the air, you know, because they were over, and I would want to keep them around. So I just, like, picked up a pencil and, like, drew my friends to stay around. I didn't want the <laughs> cartoons to end, and, and I didn't know at the time. I, I was, like, three years old. I didn't know at the time that comics existed for at least another three or four years, and that's wow. when my dad took me to, like, the old, old Golden's Comic Exchange yeah. and just this wall of color and characters. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. I still went back to the animation part because, you know, they were starting to show like Spider-Man and his amazing friends, uh, the incredible Hulk. There was all the anime on in the afternoon, like gotcha man or G force, depending yeah. on where you live, star blazers, uh, Robotech. Um, every once in a while I get lucky and catch an episode of Voltron. Um, and then just growing up with it, I just got, I just fell deeper and deeper into it, into the whole thing. Uh, you know, you mentioned Batman, the animated series and Superman, uh, the animated series, the Ruby Spears Superman. So it's, it's one of my favorites. It's only like six or seven episodes. I hate that or 13 episodes. It only lasted like half a season. And the, the animation in there is so great. The, the old Fleischer Superman. I think all of that just really spoke to me and it made me want to pursue like illustration and art and, and just be a part of comics in some manner, some way, shape or form. Yeah. Oh, Hector, I'm right with you. This, Hector, like the, uh, used to watch the sixties, uh, fantastic four reruns. Yeah. And the old super friends. The super super friends, friends. I'm yeah. sure he means right. Wendy, Marvin and wonder dog. Yeah. That was the first the series. Challenge of the Super Friends. I would I would stop playing at three o'clock in the afternoon to go watch that. <laughs> oh, I used to catch a beating from my friends because we we'd be playing ball out in the street and uh, yeah, I, I'd run in the house at like three o'clock because uh, the '67 Spider-Man <laughs> cartoon would come on. I go, no, no, my mom's she's not she's not even home. She's not calling you. <laughs> 
Well, I, I can make you feel younger, Denny, because uh, I'm 51 next month, and I bought my first comic in 1974. Oh, wow. And I still yeah. got it. Oh, nice. Man, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Detect Detective 447, uh, it's got Creeper on the cover of Detective, and he's kicking the crap out of Batman. That's awesome. You know, so... Characters. I love it. I've just, you know, I, you know, I've just been hooked, you know, ever since the first time when I was like three or four and uh, the old Adam West Batman show would come on in reruns and I yeah. was like. Yeah. I remember going to see uh, Superman the movie in the theater mm -hmm. the, when it when it first came out. I remember my mom took me and I was like. Wow, this is amazing. Yeah, my mom took me uh, took me and one of my best friends to go see the, the Superman movie wow. in the theater. And not one of these nice big theaters with the cushy seats. One of the ones that it was like two aisles, like three seats across, all the way down. Like maybe two speakers that worked on the wall and, and like, you know, a small screen. And... Uh, we saw that there. We saw uh, the first Tron movie there. <laughs> and, you know, I used to, uh, I, I never saw a comic book store until I was uh, like 15. There, there weren't any around. And uh, huh. so, you know, my mother used to walk up to the, uh, the, far, the, the pharmacy, you know, before CVS bought everyone. And, yeah. uh, and we used to walk up there Sunday and she would buy the paper and, you know, pick up, you know, her prescriptions and she would, you know, give me my allowance and I could go to the spinner rack in the middle and look to see what to buy. And I was, you know, amazing Spider-Man. I bought Spectacular Spider-Man off the spinner rack, number one. Um, Batman, Detective. Um, I wish in a while I'd break down and buy an issue of Casper. Oops, we lost Armando. Huh. Well, that's okay. That's why we have so many people on. Uh, yeah. Uh, I remember being able to walk four blocks from my house to the 7-Eleven. It was still a 7-Eleven, and they'd have a comic shelf that you could look through the comics. It wasn't even a spinner rack anymore They had because they had too many books. It was like one of those magazine racks where they just had books and books and books. Oh, I was I was like 15, uh, skipping school, and I was just, you know, cutting through downtown, and I walked, you know, I walked by, I walked by this comic shop, and I didn't realize it was a comic shop till I got like, you know, 20 feet past it, and it was like, ding, 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 and I turned around, and it was like, oh my god, I found the treasure trove, yeah. and not, not long after, uh, I, I started work. I started working there. Uh, it's still my LCS, so it's been in business over thirty-five years. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, my friend, my friend that ended up being the manager of that ended up buying it off of the owner because he, he's like, "Yeah, I'm all set with comic books. I'm moving on to something else." And uh, he was, "You can either buy it or go get a real job." He's like, "Oh, I guess I'll buy it." And you know, it's still my still my go-to shop and. You know, it's it's just great because you know, a 
a good portion of my friends from like this area that I live in are all friends that I met from that comic shop. Because there's nothing well, like the experience of actually going into a comic shop. Yeah. That, and again, that's how uh, Joey stuck around. If he didn't yeah. work at that book at that bookstore, like, get out of here. <laughs> because because honestly, like, man, we'd get people, because we would have these drink and draws and people would come up to us all the time. Like, hey, man, I got an idea. Or like, hey, you know, like, I've got this, like, book or novel or this video game that I want to make. Can you do the And cover? it would just be an idea. It would just be yeah. an idea. Like yeah, so what do you what do you got? Like do you have like you know concept art or scribbles or Joey would come up with like hey stick figures like hey man what do you think about like I don't I know this isn't good but you know and and he man he was just hungry for it. What do you guys but want he, me to read? What should he'd I? He'd have at least yeah he'd have at least a sample script at yeah. least six pages ready to go and just you know his explanation the character breakdowns the the entire character history like okay calm down. <laughs> I can hear you guys walking in and like, oh, geez, the kid's here again. <laughs> well, no, I got to think about how many times have they heard this story before? Like, how many people have they come up and like, how do I be different? It's like the first yeah. thing I thought of is like, all right, I had to look up like what did the people do that I read? What did they do whenever they first started out? And uh, like we, they, they treated it like uh, like it was like a job interview. So they came prepared. So that's just what I did. I had time to bug them. So it was all right. Yeah. 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 And it's all worked, worked out. out. And now you guys, now you guys, after all that, after all that work and and grinding down, what was probably millions of ideas. Thanks to Joey, uh, and you got you got everything together, and we got this first book launched, and it's been funded. Yeah. So. Yeah, thanks to all the backers and the supporters, man. We, I, I was scared. I don't know if Joey and Armando was scared, but I was scared. I was, <laughs> I was hella scared because you guys have to understand. Like, I, I have a pretty, like a pretty, um, a good skill set and a good following and stuff. But mostly it's because I'm very sociable. Uh, but man, I, I consider Danny like a mentor to me. Like, anytime I'm like, yeah. hey, man, like. You know, what What about this cover that I got for this gig? Or, like, what, you know, I hit him up all the time. And, like, he's, he's so inspirational. And I'm like, man, if people don't like his art, like, we have no chance of launching, you know, anything that, that, that I do or that I, you know, will try to do, like, on my own or, like, anything, you know? So uh, I was nervous in that aspect. And I was nervous because, you know, we didn't really kind of we, – we, we, we came into this. We didn't promote this at all before. We talked about it. And we told people, like, hey, we're starting this this thing. But we didn't, like, make any posts, graphics, um, anything of the nature because we kind of wanted to rely on our skill set and, and on our ability to, to tell a story and to introduce these characters. And uh, and, and the way that, that Joey and Danny set up the first book is, is fantastic, and it did exactly that, like – so, so Hector's telling us something about Bronze Man. Yeah, he was the pretty much the start of all this. Um, he, yeah, he's the catalyst of this universe. Uh -huh. There was a, a submission call for public domain superheroes uh, from a publisher, and um, I was scrolling through the list, and this guy had only appeared in two issues. 
uh, sorry, two appearances, I think like six pages total in his history. Um, and his backstory had a lot of uh, room to work with. So uh, me and da I brought the idea to Danny and we went back and forth on it. I think about three or four months later, we had a, a submission ready. Uh, we sent it in and we didn't hear anything back. And uh, finally, a few months later, uh, we heard something and it was like, all right, cool, just tweak this, uh, make these changes. Um, and so uh, we came back with something else and the second submission went in and uh, it still got rejected. So uh, from there, that was the catalyst. All right, let's let's do something on our own. Let's let's make a book how we would want to read it. And um, that was it. Well, I'm sure you've seen the videos where uh, Todd McFarlane talks about all his massive rejection letters. You know, one of them's like, you know, six pages long, double sided. You know, you know, crazy, just just ripping them. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. And you know, forty years later, he's got every he's got every toy license, just about yeah. after the sun. I mean, you know, he started out with the with the starting lineup stuff, and you know, of course, the spawn toys, and uh, which I bought a couple of the old spawn toys yesterday, so I was all excited. Yeah, I think that's was definitely kind of like fueled our fire a little bit too, is because you know we were we were trying to do work with with you know of course you want to work for like bigger companies or other you know you want to do these cool projects and stuff and you submit and you know you either don't hear anything or they say cool thing like that looks cool and then that you don't hear anything from it or you know whatever and that just kind of was like well you know all right well maybe we need to turn the direction into what we want to build and what we want to do and and work with people that we you know we we have good faith in and, and love their work and and stuff like that so it's kind of kind of fueled our fire a little bit and a lot of times you're better off doing it yourself because publishers are going to want to you know probably move away from your original you know yeah mm -hmm. yeah your original ideas on stuff and you know and then the 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 more the more you're working for a bigger publisher, the more hands get in that in that pot, and it just it cha it changes everything. But you guys still have 23 days to go. <laughs> Six, yeah. 65 backers. God. Uh, you had a four thousand dollar goal, and today you hit forty one oh one. Yeah. So I mean that's great. It is, it is, and and we're truly thankful. We were not expecting, you know, we 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 were we have in our group chat. We're talking about like, okay, man, like, what do we do at the halfway mark when we're not funded? What are we gonna do to like push it? Like, what you know? I mean, we were we were thinking that that direction, and and um, of course, everybody was supportive and loved it and, and shared it, and so we're we're very grateful and thankful for that. So, yeah. Wow, and Danny's got his boy band picture up there too. Yeah, <laughs> Joey, Joey. <laughs> it's like that's like at that's like at Peter Piper's, but it looks like futuristic. It is a Peter Piper. <laughs> it's oh all like it's all like blared out and stuff, so it looks like it's future, like he's in a Fifth Element or something. Yeah, my fiance loves to take photography pictures, so anywhere I can go, yeah. she sets it up. And, and and Danny and his cat. <laughs> yep. Yep. 
he always he always has these really casual photos when he, whenever we're like, hey, send send a profile. Send he's like ladder, him and his dog and Yeah, I thought that was an accident at first, but no, he was for real about that one. Yeah, I was for real about that. Yeah, you're not even at your desk drawing or anything. You're just like, you know. <laughs> I've got, yeah, I've got an Xbox. I've, I've, got, got, a, like, I've got a, a gaming you know, controller in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny because Danny's the one that started the drinking draws, right? And he never draws at these things. Like, he never <laughs> draws at them. Like, no, know, it's the drinking part. Yeah, he yeah. does the drinking part. And I'm like, dude, nobody's going to believe that you draw, man. Nobody's going to believe that you did this. <laughs> And is, oh, is, is this uh, a pinup of, of your original art right here, too? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. I submitted that for the DC fandom. That's uh, Adam Strange. Yeah, that's right, man. I knew who it was, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's Danny. That's crazy, man. Oh, it's Smiley himself. I'm terrible at pictures. I'm talking about Danny's <laughs> pictures. I'm the worst. I was like, I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, I was I like, let me, send this, let, let me send this goofy picture. That's my, my wife. She has an antique wall. She owns an antique mall, so she has a whole wall of stuff. So maybe pictures, people will look away from that. And... <laughs> this is an Aquaman pinup you did? That's cool. Yeah, yeah that was for a, a charity for Inktober that, that will be... Uh, Open for bid for uh, for charity at the end of well probably yeah tomorrow or probably now tomorrow right yeah yeah probably yeah. tomorrow yeah so. tomorrow yeah I know because I'm like I I had some I had some doctor's appointments coming up I'm like that's Hector, beginning, that's, Hector. that's the the letter oh that's the that's the guy chatting us up yeah 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 he's one of our letters he should be doing them now yeah he should. Be doing them now. <laughs> yeah. Well, he is technically he is. He's putting letters together in the chat, and uh... and there's parrot. Oh man, we were so oh, we were so like blessed. We yeah, we <laughs> reached out to him just on a lark, hoping that he would say yes because he works he works with DC, he works with Marvel. He's a freelance artist. He and I know his schedule is really really busy. And I was just like, guys, if, if this book is going to succeed, we've got to make sure the colors are legit. So we have yeah. to get a colorist. Yeah, so. and that, that, that static shock piece next to him. Yeah. Uh, shit. Thank you, man. Yeah, so we were, we were very fortunate to that he I think Mondo's phone is dying now. He always sends me pictures, screenshots of his phone, and his phone battery is at like two percent. <laughs> like, how do you, how do you live like that? <laughs> and that's that's like my ex. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, my phone was charged. I go, yeah, I know you don't want to talk to me. I don't want to talk to you either. But you know, come on. <laughs> he says he's lettering. Uh, I live, good, I live on good. Time. I'm glad he's lettering. Good man, because these books are all sold. You gotta catch yeah. up. <laughs> so here's the cover that oh, we man. came up with. That's awesome. Good job on it, man. Dude, I was I was wondering. I was like, man, what's Danny? Because Danny, Danny, I keep telling Danny, post work on Instagram, post something on. I mean, we never see it until he's like, hey guys, check this out. What I did, 
and it's just like a slap in the face. And I'm, oh my god, man! Now I've got to like, now I've got to do my stuff. Like, try to do it up to par with that. Uh, so I was wondering. I was like, man, I wonder what he's gonna do for the cover. Like, if, you know, because all this, all the we've only seen like samples of the pages or parts of the pages, or you know, the logo that he drew up and stuff. And he sent us that, and I was just like, oh hell yeah! Like, we're off to the races, man. So. Tell tell us about these characters. Who's who's the who's the guy front and center? All right, that's Bronze Man. Um, he's our uh, our, uh, our our staple. He's the main guy. He's, he's the big guy in the middle. He's our public domain character that that launched. He's the idea that launched this entire universe. From him, everything else came. Because publisher turned you down. You go screw it. It's my character now. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. And who are the two behind him? All right, on the right, we have uh, Black Toro. He is our Mexican luchador vigilante hero. He is super fun to write. Um, he uh, He's pretty awesome. Is it, he's a isn't, that a, isn't that your favorite character, Joey? Like, I think that- so, man. I, well, <laughs> it's cool to me because uh, I'm, I'm half Mexican, but I'm not uh, really in root with my culture in that. But whenever yeah. I'm writing Black Toro, he's rooted in Mexico. Yeah. It allowed me to kind of learn more about that culture, so it's it's fun. And uh, I, I was a little, I was a fan of wrestling whenever I was a kid, but I grew out of it. So yeah. writing it now, I get to kind of relive that. So it's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if you know this. Joey's half Mexican. The rest of us aren't any Mexican at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, we always tease him because every idea we talk about, everything always comes back to Black Tour. Hey, you know we should do Black Tour. <laughs> And I love the character. I love yeah, character. he's a great character. I love him to death too. Yeah. And Joey's just, I mean, hey, yo, let's do this with Black Toro. It's like, okay, man. I yeah. drink a lot of coffee. My bad. It's awesome. Nah, but he he feeds. He's he's the young buck that feeds our energy, man. Because we're old. Yeah, the one definitely. That keeps, us, keeps us keeps us awake. Like anytime I feel a lull, Joey just. I don't know. I guess I guess he's got like a, a, a ESP about it or something. He'll shoot an idea like, "Hey guys, real quick, what about this in the messenger?" And I'm like, "You know what? That's brilliant." And then yeah. like that, I'm re-energized. Yeah, exactly. And Joey's also the reason you have all that gray in your beard right now, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, the one on the left, uh, we have Lady Avelion. Uh, her character is the uh, one, the modern Ethereum legend. Um, she's really cool. We get to play with mythology, but kind of bring it into the modern realm. Uh, mm-hmm. She's really awesome. Uh, the one right above her is Thunder Stallion. She is our Native American character. She's really cool. Uh, she uh, She's more of an environmentalist, so there's a lot of activism going on with her character, which is really, really cool. The one to their right, uh, is Lawbringer. He's really, really cool. He's going to be the one that Armando is going to be illustrating uh, after the Plus U. Uh, he's going to have a book coming out with Armando illustrating that. He's our uh, Space Ranger, Tokusatsu, uh, Super Sentai-inspired guy, and he's he's a lot of fun, too. Yeah. And then there's two more above on the very top. Oh, yeah. On the top right, we have Nihilus. He is the god of law and order. Um, he is the one that's supposed to uphold the universal law. Uh, the one to his left is the god of gods, Dios, the one you commonly know as uh, uh, Zeus or Mercury, uh, sorry, Jupiter. Um, he's the, the head honcho. 
So he's the one that's in charge, but he's not the one that's um, necessarily leading the right direction. And there's a big disagreement going on with those two. And so that's one of the big conflicts going on in this story right here. Oh, cool. So he is your Odin. That's right. Yeah. Oh, show. Then we got like some sample pages. Some say, yep. Well, this is what my mother said I was going to turn into a TV, you know, a head for a TV and, you know. And uh, yeah, speaking of, of how we said uh, a lot of influence by pop culture and stuff, we actually had a question about the scribe character, which is the, the TV dude. And they were like, isn't that the guy from MTV, blah, 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 or something? <laughs> from, from Saga? Isn't that yeah, the guy Saga, from Saga, Prince, something, whatever? Yeah, and I was like, nah, it's, it's a... But that's, that's, I mean, that's kind of what comics is. I mean, everything that has originated from, like, the first comics, you know? And so uh, it's good that people recognize it. That also gets people interested in your, in your book, too, I feel like. This is a cool layout. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that was amazing. Whenever I saw the colors from Paris on this, and just put it all together, and it just blew my mind. Yeah. He's, you know, he's got all the, he's got all the, like the black seeping out of his uh, eyes there. Yeah, that was all Danny. Danny came up with the, the more, came up with all the concept art for the characters. Um, and that's all Danny. It's incredible. And this, of course, would have to be Bronze Man. That's right. So, Joe, you want to explain that that Bronze Man because there's that's oh, a second bronze. Yeah. So uh, the story is also a bit of a generational tale. Uh, it introduces the first generation of superheroes, Bronze Man being the uh, the first. Uh, so he's the birth of them, um, and from there he inspires a lot of others to rise up. And so that's what we get to see right here. Uh, with Black Toro, given his position where he is, he gets to see him on TV, um, given a, a hero's heroic speech, and that inspires him to turn his life around. And so whenever he gets out of prison, uh, he takes to the streets with Bronze Man message. Even though it's not uh, in the same way as he would, he's still inspired to go out and make a change uh, in that way. Of course, our luchador. Mm-hmm. Page 62. So how big is this book? I don't know. This book, <laughs> it started off. <laughs> it is my fault. It started off as a 48-page book. And I read That's through the script. Actually, yeah. it was shorter than that. And then when I gave and, him that, he was like, all right, let's do the 48. All right, no, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it started off as a 22-page book, one shot. And I was like, there's so many characters in here. There's so much going on that you're trying to compress the story. Why don't you take a minute and let it breathe? And he said, all right, well, you know, I can do that. And he went back and wrote up a 48-page book. And I was like, this is better. This is this is going to breathe more. This this has a lot more story to tell. And I we had agreed on that. So it was going to be a 48-page book. And I started laying out the thumbnails and drawing pages, started drawing pages, started drawing layouts. And I got to a certain point and I was like, well, this, this conflict resolves itself way too easily. We need this part. 
So I went back to Joe. I was like, this can't be a, a one and done uh, instance right here. This has to expand to show the real uh, danger, the real, you know, like, like there's actual uh, stakes on the line here. You know, you have, we have to expand this part. And so that, that's my fault for asking him to do that. And I thought he was going to bring back like, okay, here's five extra pages explaining this. He brings back 16 pages of story, but it was, it was really good. I managed to cut it down to about 13 pages, 12 pages, 12 pages. And now the book is sitting at 66 pages. Are you sure? Is that where we were stopping 66 pages? That's for where we're stopping for, for now. Yeah. I, I can just see one of you guys saying, no, we got to make it bigger. Yeah. Uh, that was me. And that's my fault. Why is it so many pages? Sequential art. Don't you know anything yet? Well, okay. So that's the other thing. Like Joey uh, has a lot of influence from, from manga and anime and movies and TV shows. And he does know how to write comics. He's getting that feel, but he still writes his scripts with motion, with video yeah. in mind. Yeah. And so in order to showcase a lot of those changes and shifts between from scene to scene on, on page, you do have to take a couple of extra pages. So some of that stuff does grow beyond just the one page that he writes. There's some pages in the book where it started out as one page and I was like, Joey, this isn't going to work. I have to make this like two pages, a two page spread or something. So there's, there's a lot of scenes in, like that as well that expanded the book is on top of me asking for more scenery to, to draw. Well, I, I got this picture in my head and I really want to put this in. No, well, my, yeah. my background is uh, whenever I was in high school, I wrote uh, screenplays uh, for one I play. Uh, so stage plays are what I was my background for writing before I came into comics. So when I saw that the layout of the script is a little bit similar, um, the uh, the stage play still kind of bleeds in a little bit. I'm fixing it though, don't worry. No, he's getting in, it. He's, it's a work in progress. Yeah. Oh you yeah, know? it's it's always a work in progress though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, the same way Danny and Armando will never be satisfied with any of their art because they always want to make it better. I know. I've seen them throw away some stuff that people would pay so much money for, dude, and it's hurt. Like, they're yeah. like, how does this look? I'm like, that looks fantastic. Nah. And they just start erasing it right there. It's like, I feel like you just yeah. do it on purpose. Well, you know, if they if they throw it in the trash, you grab it, and then you put it in a flat brush <laughs> for a couple of days and just, you know. They're going to see it on eBay. Yeah, yeah, just just toss <laughs> it up there. So let's take a look at the tiers. Uh, you get a, a five dollar pledge, which will access behind the scenes live streams. Yep. Sketches, uh, Q and A's, and more. Oh, like this. Oh yeah. yeah. Thanks for donating, guys. Uh, you get the uh, the U plus Alpha digital copy for ten dollars. Uh, the U plus alpha soft cover unsigned full color for 15. The signed of the same 35. Soft cover unsigned uncolored edition. 
that's the raw, the raw edition where it's just yeah. black and white throughout the entire book. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so it's like the uh it's like the sketchbook edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have Armando's sketch cover for 60. Danny's sketch cover for 60. And new combo sketch cover package. Corey Spencer. We we had a guy, we had a guy reach out to us like, hey, how do I uh get a sketch cover from each artist? And we were like, mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And we were able to create a tier in the Kickstarter where you could yeah. get one from each. So we yeah. added that this this week, right? Yeah, this yeah. week, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we totally didn't see it coming. We were like, oh, crap. We didn't think anybody would want both nope. of Nope. You know? I was like, growing up, my, my, my dad always told me, look, you get one of these two He-Man yeah, figures. Exactly. You better, you better make it count. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. How'd I end up with Stinkor? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, apparently you screwed up that week. Yeah. I did. I did. Oh, man, it was so bad. And then you guys each have your own original commissions. Yep. Right. For one for 150. Right. And an original page from, from the, the book. From the book for two hundred yep. and five hundred, you can get drawn into the comic. <laughs> that's already taken though. Yeah, yeah that's already, that that's that was like it. one of the first things to go. Yeah, <laughs> Daddy, Daddy, Daddy didn't want to put that in. <laughs> Man, I got to do more work, dude. You uh, added like thirty-eight pages to this book. <laughs> And you could, <laughs> I told him. I, I, I got a drawer and a customer that's paying us. What the hell is this crap? Yeah. I told him just put yeah. a portrait in the thank you section, but he he's gonna be a he's gonna be a trooper and put him in the comic. So <laughs> I'm gonna put him in the book. I'm gonna put he's him gonna in the book. So the Joey, I'm gonna need uh, three pages of script from you. I got you. <laughs> Full backstory, character history, and his life. Full backstory, character, exactly. Everything. Uh, he's going to appear in the book and die in the third panel. Well, I mean, he he can he only might. appear in this book because we can't use his likeness going forward, not without yeah. some pro- kind of proper release or something. So, Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. Sorry, guys. So you guys got this laid out pretty damn well. So oh man, Danny, Good job, Danny, Danny did all that layout stuff, and uh, we were. I think the good thing about all of us working together is, is we like all the same stuff. We we know what we want. We we know what we've read and what how we want to be different. And uh, Danny hit us with this layout for it, and it was just exactly what we wanted. We we wanted to focus on the book itself and um and that's what he did you know and it, it it's everything's beautiful about it the layout the book itself the colors all of it design and it's gonna it's gonna feel good when you scroll down on your kickstarter and you just see this big red sold out across a tear yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and now 
Danny just wants to get to the 5K stretch goal so he can draw more pages. <laughs> actually, actually, that's where Armando comes in. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler, spoiler. Yeah, so, so uh, uh, yeah, the, some of the, the newer pages that will be unlocked will be um, kind of a preview for what we got coming up next um, that I'll be yeah. on. So you'll get a preview in there if we can unlock that, guys, which will be awesome. Yep. And, and they put you to work because Danny's like, you know, I'm yeah, I'm, I know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm like, open for these guys. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm over here thinking like, and it's got me sweating because I'm like, dang, man, Joey's going to try to push 60 pages. At me. Yeah, I get burnt out fast. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to put on my work boots. Yep. And then we have mysteries after the, mysteries. After the 5K. Mysteries. mysteries. But I mean, you're you're like less than a thousand dollars away from having to draw ten pages. Yeah. And there's twenty-three days left. Yeah. Yep. You should yeah. probably start on those pages now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Com- complaining about Hector. Shouldn't you be lettering? <laughs> Man, shouldn't you be drawing? Right. There's just shadows of hints of things coming. Yeah. Yep. Which we, which that's what we wanted to do too. Is is, uh, you know, we didn't re- want to rely on, and, and not saying that it's bad for other Kickstarters, because because it's great for other Kickstarters and other other comics, but you know, we didn't want to rely on on tons of, you know, different stuff and gimmicky kind of stuff and, mm-hmm. and the grab quick grab cash grab kind of things. We want it to really be about the story. This is definitely, uh, you know, a labor of love project, and so we wanted it wanted it to show that. So, so now I have to ask you a couple of goofy questions because you oh. know we we have to geek out a little bit. You know, go for sure. it. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, we'll we'll start at Danny. If you could work with Anybody on a project in the industry? Who Jonathan Hickman. And why? <laughs> Jonathan Hickman, because he writes just incredible stories that are so rich, so laden with intricacies. Uh, the plot lines carry from from one series to another, to another, to a third, to a fourth. I mean. Just I'm I'm thinking right now of his Marvel tenure earlier in the new millennium when he was on Fantastic Four and then went over to Avengers and New Avengers and then which ultimately led to Secret Wars. Uh man, that like they're all separate books and they all had their own individual plots and storylines, but deep, deep underneath it was started with the question that Reed Richards asked in the very first issue of Hickman's Fantastic Four run, how do I fix everything? And that one question carried the thread all the way through that Fantastic Four run, the Avengers and New Avengers with the incursions happening, and all the way to the Secret Wars where at the end, instead of everything dies, everything lives and Reed Richards had managed to fi- figure out how to fix everything. Well, I got to tell you, I love his Secret Wars. I've, I've got, 
I've still, I'm still like putting together my set. I've got them to like scrambled all over because uh, 26 beginning of 2016, I ended up landing in a coma in the hospital. So I, so I had friends like pack up all my stuff. So yeah. I hope, I hope when I get my collection back, it's not mangled. Yeah, you know, because then I'm gonna then I'm gonna have to go, you know, white guy crazy and get a sniper rifle, and go hunt them all down and kill them. <laughs> but yeah, dude, you put a crease in one comic book, you need to die. <laughs> but yeah, Hickman, Hickman, and then his current run on X Men is just amazing. Oh yeah, beautiful. I still I still got that big uh, fold out of uh, the Battle Worlds. Yeah. That they get, hey, it's like they're bowling upstairs. Um, I just love that whole thing, Doctor Doom in like a white outfit. You know, it's like the God Doom. Yes, that was that was awesome. I'm like, Doom finally won. Oh damn, Doom didn't win. (laughs) It did not. But it it was such a and the the. The Hulk mini that was there, the the Thor core, yeah. Um, they were like so so many great like little stories, and they all they all like intertwined and had some type of like small, you know, pebble pebble in a pond effect, you know. Yeah, yeah. Joey, if you could work with one person, anyone in the field, who would it be and why? Jeff Johns. I want to figure out how he writes. Uh, if I could co-write a story with Jeff Johns, that'd be the best thing for me. He, um, his work with uh, the Brightest Day and Blackest Night series for the Green Lantern, he just revamped it all. And I remember going to the library and picking up the old like Rebirth uh, novel, um, sorry, uh, Green Lantern Rebirth run. And so Green Lantern was one of my favorite characters moving in. So whenever I got onto the Blackest Day, Brightest Day, Blackest Night, Brightest Day event, um, the mythology just opened up, like Red Lanterns, Blue Lanterns, Green, all of it, man. It was just so awesome. But the coolest thing about it is, as different as they were, he brought out the people inside of these weird characters, and that was the coolest thing. Like I related to Atrocitus, and that was the weirdest thing for me. Like I had no idea I was able to relate to that giant red alien thing. Uh, but it was cool because he was able to write characters in such a relatable way. Um, and that's something that I hope to convey uh, any future I do. So that's why I want to work with Jeff Johns. Well, you might change your mind when you read the final issue of the three jokers, but <laughs> I'm not spoiling it. I haven't read it either, but I got stuck in the in the non spoiler free zone on another. I've been waiting for that for so long, too. <laughs> uh, all, all I know is he's done so much that I think. I think he's just burnt out and he needs a break. Yeah. You know, cause I love, I loved all the stuff that he did, but the more Lantern cores he brought in, I was like, man, I got to buy how many more books now? Yep. Yeah. I remember I was running like four or five at the time. Cause there was red lanterns, green lantern, green lantern core, new guardians and a few others. But uh, that was a good run for me back in then. Yeah, it's like that's just insane. Armando, what about you? Man, I just want to get Bill Sinkovich's coffee, man. <laughs> just watch him work. Uh, yeah, dude, I don't know. Like uh, that, I always like comic books, but um, 
I don't know. When I started reading his stuff and seeing his Electra run and, and the New Mutants and stuff, man, that, that kind of like blew my mind that art could be presented that way in comic book form, you know? And then just seeing his gallery stuff and, and it's expressive um, led to so many other, I think, um, artists being able to break into that mold of, of being super creative and stuff. So definitely him. But but I'm with Danny. As far as a writer, Jonathan Hickman, that dude is just... His brain is is out there in outer space, and I would just love to try to try to do something with it if I could, any any kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I, mean, I I kind of like to squeeze his brain just enough, so we didn't go from two X titles to twenty eight mutant books in a twenty two arc crossover. I I can't and, and turn me from a floppy guy into a trade waiter on X Men. I'm uh I'm definitely trying. To, I, I'm still getting them in my pool. That way, if this COVID hits twice and we're locked down, I can just go to town, man. Because, but but yeah, how the the powers of X and the House of X, dude, that that was beautiful writing. The art in it was great. Just those little moments, like the one moment with when Wolverine's having that you know really deep talk with Nightcrawler, like right in the feels, man. Like I texted Danny, I was like, Danny, are you crying? He's like, Yeah, man, I'm crying. Me too. Like, oh, we felt it, man. And uh, it, it's just beautiful writing. And and yeah, if I could be any like a part of that, like I I I would love to do that too. So now, what advice? would this is a double-edged sword what advice would you give somebody that wanted to get into doing comics and what one thing would you tell them to definitely not do besides to take a writer that's working as a waiter at a comic <laughs> shop um for me advice i, I think the the boilerplate is just to keep drawing. The boilerplate, just for any artist, any writer, keep drawing, keep writing. Um, stick with it. Uh, don't, like, don't, don't lose your creativity and your imagination because that really, really helps with everything. Draw everything you can. The, you know, if you if you're good at drawing people, maybe don't draw people for a little while. Draw cars or something, but just draw everything. I tell we have kids when we when we were doing cons, they would come up to me and be like, "Just draw everything, everything you see," because you're gonna have to draw it one day or another. So, and I think the thing that not to do is uh, don't think that it's anything has passed you by. Don't don't think that anything has passed you by, because uh, shit. I'm I'm in my forties, and this is just like my start. So yeah, I put comics on the back burner for the longest time, and I just got back into it recently. Maybe maybe three four years ago. What about you, Armando? Um, a lot of what Danny said, um, also, um, don't, don't take, um, rejection too seriously, too personally, you know, um, a lot of these guys that are, that are, um, veterans, they're not, they're not telling you that, you know, maybe this isn't for you or this book isn't for you or that, you know, we're not using, they're not telling you because they don't want you to succeed. 
um, these guys want the next generation of artists to come through, and um, they want things to be successful. They want comics to be successful. Um, so take it with a grain of salt and, and take it what they tell you seriously. There's a reason why they're professionals and why they've they've made it. Um, like, just push yourself every day, um, even with different utensils, you know, paint, um, do watercolor, um, do portraits, do, but, you know, d- don't don't limit yourself because that might inspire your your illustration to another level. Um, draw, like you said, draw trees, draw cars, do that kind of thing. Um, use your imagination. Be creative. Um, practice practice. I have to practice drawing panels a lot. Um, while I've done some you know some some samples I have and stuff, I'm still pretty pretty weak on it. But I do practice a lot, and I and sometimes I just I just draw different pages that are already you know published printed and just draw them how i would draw them you know what i mean um and and so i think think that's important um if you're wanting to do a a book like what we're doing um take your time with it make it a real passion don't try to get it out there so that you can have you know 50 60 variants and and all this kind of thing really dump your heart your passion into it your imagination your stories your characters give them life leave a legacy Leave something to be remembered by, and uh, just have fun with it, man. Comics is fun. It's fun for me. We have fun talking about our favorite characters. You know, we won't say it out loud, but oh, this 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 book, this character's trash. This 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 book's trash. <laughs> like, and and we joke about it, but it's fun. That's part of it. It's fun. It's fun to have yeah. different characters and, and stuff like that, and have fun with it, and just yeah, just do that. That that's what I would say. Joey? Um, man, the best advice is just make sure you love what you're doing. Because this is this is hard, man. Like, <laughs> I, I say it's hard, but I mean, Danny and Armando, they'll talk about like, oh man, Joey will come up here with this great idea. They'll come up with the 26 pages ready to go. But before I get to that point, dude, I deal with a lot of self-doubt. I have thousands of horrible ideas. Some of them are probably really good, but I just tell myself that it's not going to work out. Get rid of that. I, when I start enjoying what I'm doing, when I start enjoying what I'm writing, I can't wait to find out what happens next. And that's what I can't wait for. That's what I like about uh, writing comics is because I get to uh, almost relive uh, the days, you know, just playing in the backyard, becoming on Wolverine, you know. Uh, I get to just, I get to live that as I write it out. And with Danny and Armando, when you pass it on to them, we find those like-minded people that want to do the same thing and everybody loves what they're doing. We make something amazing, and that's exactly what we did here. Um, we uh, we're, we're truly fans of what we made, first and foremost. Um, and that's that's the coolest thing. You love what you do, and it doesn't feel a job. It's still going to be hard. There's going to be days where you throw away pages or just delete scripts entirely. But we love what we're doing, and and we're we're pretty excited for it. Uh, what not to do? Um, Man, don't uh, uh, don't don't get online so much. Stay, it's a, know when to stay off of forums. Know when to, uh, to step away from uh, other influences. Um, there's some because there's some things that you do that will be naturally and that will be awesome because it's yours. But influences make you change a few things, and it might not always be better. Um, so just. Find some like-minded people 
Um, and uh, just, just love what you do and just be careful uh, about the influences that you have around and just make sure you're surrounded by good ones. That's it. Yeah, keep everything positive. And you guys seem to gel like really well as a team. And, you know, the, the book looks great. Thanks. And, Thank uh, you. For, for everybody watching, uh, the link to the Kickstarter is is now in the chat. So you can click on the link right there and go check it out and, and pledge pledge this book because we want to make Armando actually draw panels. <laughs> well, you and me both. Yeah. Yeah. I want to make him draw panels too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, as soon as that's hit, Danny's going to be calling you like every night. Oh, yeah. And just laughing into the phone and hang it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, how how excited were you guys when you got the notification today that you funded this first book? I still don't think I, I dropped that in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're gonna go? You're gonna go to another drink and draw? We get it. I wanted to drink. <laughs> work on commissions, man. <laughs> I I know all I heard from Armando the other the other night when he was when he was on his on his live stream when I when I dropped the link to the Kickstarter and his and I was like uh, all, all I heard was like man I'm so I ain't got time for this I ain't got time for nothing I'm too busy yeah and I'm like well I'm I'm glad I'm glad you put stuff away long enough to to join us and and enjoy this night of. Uh, Basically, celebration because you guys funded uh, and you're only $900 away from drawing panel. Well, I, I honestly hope we, we can go the full, the full, it'll be a lot of work to do the full 8K, but man, it it would be, it'd be awesome to do that. Um, oh, to, to break, to break, break big records like that. Uh, I mean, you know, yeah. Um, this is something your, that the comics. Yeah. This is something that comics needs. Um, not saying that there's bad stuff out there, but this is what what uh, like like we said, kind of uh, in the original uh, Joey's the video for the Kickstarter. This is you know not only were we faced rejection, but we read comics too, and 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 um, we like reading comics, and we wanted something that's different, that's missing um, from comics. Um, not saying that stuff's bad, but just stuff something that's new, fresh. That's missing, and this is definitely it, man. And uh, yeah, well, I got I got to tell you because I I was I was around. I was probably Joey's age, but I was around when the when the big boom of the indies in the eighties hit, and those those books were you know a lot of that stuff came out. You know, those guys all went on to be to be legends, and I've never seen such a love for indie comics as I have in like the last year or two now. Yeah. I mean, they've been, you know, getting better and better. Plus, you know, plus you have, you have, you have guys that are like big names that, you know, have quit, have quit or moved on because they get, they get sick of the, the corporate stuff from, you know, yeah. the big two, like, you know, Graham Nolan just wanted to go and do his own thing. And, yeah. uh, you know, He's no Keanu Reeves, so you know he didn't hit him. He didn't hit like a million five, but uh, 
about a month ago, uh, his his project there, the Chinu, that he's been peddling for for like over six months because he did the Kickstarter and then he waited a little bit. He did the Indiegogo. Yeah. Um, he hit. He just hit like eighty k like about a month ago. Jeez, that's awesome. So you know, and I I me- I mentioned him for a couple of reasons. One. I covered uh, I covered Rhode Island Comic Con last November, uh-huh. you know, be- before the plague of plagues hit. And yeah. I actually got to hang out with Graham Nolan, Bill McKay, uh, Neil Adams, Mike Grell, Christopher Priestley. Oh wow! You know, so I was in heaven. Uh, but you know, I got I got to talk to them and hear their, you know things that they had going on and, you know, just their, their takes on, you know, where the, where the industry was and what was going on. And they were, uh, most of them were all like, was Indies, Indies are coming up big because I've got like, uh, grandma's like, goes, I got like two or three indie projects coming up. Uh, this year, of course, was his first one. Yeah, he's got like a couple of the collaborations coming up. Um, Will was on the other night, and he broke the news that he had he has a collaboration. Uh, him and Chuck Dixon are doing a book. Wow, are working on a book coming up. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a time. It's definitely a time for creating. That's for sure. Well, it's the perfect time because you know most of us have been stuck in the house you know, for yeah. most of the year. So exactly. it's a, you know, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect for that. And, you know, it's just, it's just crazy. Cause I know, uh, down, down in Florida, the, uh, there's a big store down there called the collective uh-huh. and they are, they can't get enough indie books. Wow. Like they'll get, they'll get new indie books and they get, when they when they get like a new ship, shipment of indie books, they'll buy like every you know if they've got like multiple covers and like signed editions, whatever. They'll buy multiple multiples of them, and when they unpack that box, it goes prominently on display at the front counter of the store. Wow! And it it they do a huge indie business and uh, a Texas shop there, Space Cadets, Jim King. I'll be back, guys. Does a does a huge indie business. She's got like you know entire you know an entire row and an end cap in her store that's nothing but indie comics. And she she gets in like new indie comics like you know on a weekly basis. Awesome. I mean, everybody wants them because they figure you know if if they're gonna. If they're gonna pay, you know, five, ten, twenty dollars for a new book on the shelf, they don't want to buy that, you know, eight pages of new story from DC with all reprints in the back or the same, you know, or the same for Marvel, you know, and then, you know, Marvel will put like some some reprint that has nothing to do with the character or the story in the back of some of them, and, and it's like you know, twelve, twenty bucks. They'd rather, you know, buy buy something new, different, a different take on stuff, new ideas, 
new art and just let it go. You know, you know what I miss? I miss the one and done stories that you used to find in like old issues of the Avengers or the X-Men or something, or it's just like one story in, in, in 24 pages. And then the next issue, it was something else. I miss those stories. Yeah, I, I think we called that the '80s. Yeah, or the or the two part the two part story arc. Now everything is at least six six issues. Yeah, well, we can we can blame Joe. Not that there's boy anything wrong there. with that. We can blame Joey's boy. Yeah, Jeff Johns. the the Mr. Jeff Johns and seventeen year story spans and. And and Bendis, Brian Michael Bendis, who is the master of decompressing stories. Man, I hate that guy. Look, and 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 here's why. He came over, took they gave him they gave him the biggest character he had, Superman. And all of a sudden out of the blue, Jorel's alive again. Zod's alive again, and you know, uh, their, their their son who was hanging out with Damian Wayne is all of a sudden, you know, like twenty three years old, and and then he destroyed like the Legion of Superheroes, and oh, I was more mad because Legion of Superheroes was the first team book that I that I read and fell in love with. It's still my favorite team book. Just not, just not, I tried to read his and I'm like, it just, you know, he, he picks, he picks a point, I think 10 years in the future that he wants to get to and then takes the slowest road with all the detours on it that he can to get there. And I'm like, you can speed up a little bit, you know, I'm old. I'm not senile yet. I can I can keep up with this stuff. I, you know, that that was the, that was that was the best thing that uh, Legion of Superheroes did for me when I was a kid. Uh, if you can follow continuity in Legion of Superheroes, you can follow any screwed up continuity going on nowadays. Yeah. So start with Danny. Tell us something that you're reading now that you would recommend for, for other people. Um, oh, uh, I'm reading The uh, Strange Adventures. I'm really liking that. But I, I, I like the slow burn of Tom King's writing. I like that. I like that. The Mr. Miracle book. Uh, his, his Batman was a little... High, uh, high reaching. It, it uh, I good and then went. It yeah. Um, I think it, it did because he he knew he was gonna to himself. He knew he was gonna end it one hundred issues, and I think he just started to short time it at that point. Was like yeah, I'm, I've only got so many issues left, and, and the writing was really starting to fall apart. Um, but I'm really liking the Strange Adventures. Uh, out of all the X Men titles, I'm only reading X Men, um, and that's that's really good. Even though there's like a big 22 page crossover or 22 issue crossover, I'm still like 
I can go back. I can I can flip through and like kind of like all right. I, I see what's going on. Um, Did you read that book? No, but I flipped through. I got the gist. Yeah, I flipped through it, and uh, if I need to go back, I will. But I'm pretty sure sword fights. <laughs> yeah, really. You know, um, there's, there's, there's some crazy stuff going on, going on in there. Yeah. I said, I go, I'm not buying any more Xbox. I'm just going to buy the trades, and I'll just sit down and read the whole thing out, and that's it. And then I went, went and I bought like a handful of the issues because I had to have the Alex Ross covers. <laughs> so that, uh, I think that that's it. That's it of stuff that I'm reading. I'm, I'm like really I'm waiting for Batman Catwoman. I'm waiting for the Eternals. I uh, really love Isad Ribbit's work and waiting for that. Um the crossover book from Donnie Cates and uh, Yeah. And the Adam Hughes uh Hellboy book coming out. Oh, Next in two weeks, yeah. So I mean, that's that's what I'm looking forward to in the in the short term. Cool. What about you, Joey? Um, I'm a really fan of Firepower by Robert Kirkman and Chris Samney right now. Oh, yeah, that's it's a fun little kung fu story. I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. I love the way they uh, introduced it, like releasing the the OGN first and then started releasing the issues. That was really cool. I like I love the whole the idea of it. Yeah, that whole series is on. See what you quite, lit- quite literally. Looks like you, Armando. Um, I just um, I've been trying to keep up with the X Men stuff. Like Danny said, the New Mutants. I'm kind of going back to read. I'm like right now. I'm really big into Ron Garney, so I'm going back to read the Daredevil run that he that he doing and the started the Juggernaut. The Juggernaut series, which is actually really good, um, surprisingly, because I'm not big into those like little short, like six CC kind of, you know, yeah. we're going to feature a character, but it's actually pretty good. Um, for DC, the Strange Adventures is really great. Um, Mitch Gerard is, I mean, I love his stuff too. Um, and then uh, I'm going back and just reading a bunch of, um, of older. Of older X Men stuff, uh, um, I, I, right now I'm kind of in the phase of like doing the collecting. Um, but yeah, looking, I, I read the um, the new. Uh, what is it? The is it the with Sean Gordon Murphy, the Harley Quinn? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, the, yeah. Was, yeah. The, the, the white cool. Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. I've only read the first issue, but it, it looks pretty good. And uh, the art on it is great. Um, Mateo Scalera. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm still kind of reading Decorum. I don't know if I really like it yet. Um, it's pretty cool. That that is a book that I'm reading. I, I it's it's another one that's kind of out there. Decorum, yeah, man. Yeah. But I, I I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying yeah. the design aesthetic yeah, of it. It looks really good. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a cool part of it. Um, for me, it's just really, really reading stuff in continuation because I wait to get my full list, so I have three or four issues of a book, and then 
I never get to it until later, and then by then I've missed one issue or or whatnot. So you get them, you want to read them, you're too, around you, you're too busy, What's and then that? you go back. And you, you've got like a you got like a short box. I actually have to like <laughs> so I I I have to like commissions too, regular commissions that I have to pay bills and stuff and. Um, and, and with my, as far as my work and, and, and Danny does too, but, but the job that I have a day job doesn't really do that. That's more for like health benefits and stuff like that. So I really, I, I don't sleep too much. That's why you see my live videos at like three or four in the morning trying to get yeah. people to. And I, I get on your live videos cause, cause I'm old and my, <laughs> my bladder, my bladder woke me up at three thirty in the morning yeah. and Armando's still talking and roaring. Yeah, but yeah, those are, those are the ones that I think I'm I'm kind of uh, really reading for the most part. I'm sure there's some other ones that I'm forgetting, but um, and I, I'm not a Ninja Turtles fan, but I'm really excited about this last Ronin thing. I like those kind of little. I would be if I could have gotten a copy. So. I, I hit up set. I I contacted seven stores around me, and they were all sold out of Last Runner. Wow! Man, all sold out of Last Runner, and all sold out of That Girl Fifty. Oh, because you know, Joker Joker War, and it's 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 a tie in to Joker War, and it's also the final issue of this Batgirl run. Yeah, and. The, co the cover is, is dope. And I'm like, I love the cover. I go, oh, that's great. It's a double-sized issue. It looks cool. And you're like, before it even got shipped, it was already selling on eBay for $20. That's a, that's a Robbie's drawing that, right? Robbie Rodriguez? Is that the one he's drawing? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I've been hearing lots of talk that uh, that Batgirl 50, uh, in no time at all, you're going to be hearing that skyrocket and like jumping right up to like 50 bucks it's Dude, already hit. Yeah. it's already hitting 20 so and that's part of like me collecting too as a collector because man I've, i don't think i've ever paid anything over 20 bucks for a comic book like and that's because i wanted to read it and it was 20 bucks but i i don't think i paid like 50 or 60 or for variants so some books i just don't get because they're just go up in price or you know they I think the most the most I the most I paid for a book was, uh, well, at least for I bought, a, for yeah I, I bought like a, a short stack off a of, off a guy that came in the store when I was working one day when I was covering, yeah. and uh, the owner didn't want to buy anything, and it's the uh, I'm gonna buy all these comics during the summer and now it's time to go back to college and now I'm gonna sell all this stuff so I can buy stuff to go to college with. And he walked in with uh, a whole bunch of X-Men, uh, two copies of first appearance of Gambit, Dang. and the original Wolverine miniseries. Dang. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I gave I, uh, I, I, I split it. I split it with the store because, yeah. you know, I, I was buying on, on – on their dime. So, uh, I, I took the Wolverine miniseries and the, and the two Gambit first appearances and I gave him the rest, which was like a stack like this of, you know, uncanny X-Men stuff. 
I've, I've been having to give my comics away. Like, I don't have time to, like, place eBay sellings or try to... So, like, literally when the friends come into my wife's shop, like, hey, Joey, you want to come pick out some comics or we'll have a drink and draw, and I'll be like, come to drink and draw and you get five free comics. Like, I'm just trying to get rid of because <laughs> I have so much. Just make but, sure you're not giving away, like, an issue that you could actually... Take like ten minutes to sell for like a hundred. Yeah, but I don't see. But see, yeah, I don't think I've ever like been into that way. If I had a, you know, it, to me, valuable comics to me are they're not they're not worth anything. They're stuff that I grew up reading, and I mean, it's ninety eight. I give you know, I'd sell it for like fifty bucks if I could, or you know, forty bucks, or you know, Batman Adventures number, you know, whatever first page of Harlequin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't think I would ever try to try to be well, trying to get the most for it or a good amount because I don't want to read it. It's just, you know, it's not in the cards. But yeah, I don't think I've ever been that kind of mindset with comics. Just be, I think it's just because I grew up with them. I mean, you know, I, I inherited a lot of my dad's collection and, and they has got some old stuff in there. And those were just great to me, just, you know, like Kirby stuff and. And um, then when they started, when comics started getting popular and started, you know, being worth something and, you know, and I was like, oh, that's cool. They're worth something. But I still treasure it, you know, for a different reason. So. Well, just like, you know, unless I unless I find find that I like bought extra copies, I never get rid of anything Batman. Because, <laughs> you know, that's how that's where my love for comics began was, you know watching the Batman TV show, then all the comics, and, you know, everything else. And I also can't remember what I'd buy, so sometimes... <laughs> Hector wants all your comics. <laughs> that Mexico shipping is pretty expensive, man. <laughs> and the next time Joey goes down there, we'll send them with him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll smoke. Smuggling. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually have a Mexican Mexican edition comic of uh, Detective Eight Eighty. Oh, nice. That's it cool. was, it was. Uh, they did a special edition, but they used that one. They used the Mexican variant of of Eight Eighty uh, like two years ago at uh, San Diego Comic Con for exclusive. Wow. So it's kind of like a like a shiny cover. On it, but I got I got mine and it's it's triple sign. That's pretty cool. I think Hector for the next versions of the Fantastic Four, if I'm not mistaken. I I think you have. It's been cool. Oh yeah. You know, so I'll I'll never sell that one. And some somewhere in my collection, I've got I've got two raw copies of 882. But you know, certain things like. Like Batman, like I've still got the first comic I ever bought, um, and I'm like three issues away. I really, when I was a kid, I loved the uh, the Batman Family series because it was, you know, they they did a Superman Family and they did a Batman Family, and I had like one or two of the Superman families, but I I've still got the majority of all the Batman families I had when I was a kid, and they were just you know. Nice fat, like about eighty-page books. You know, dollars, like multiple stories in them, all new stuff, and it was just, you know, it was, it was just, I just loved it. 
Either way, we want to thank you guys for coming and hanging out with us. Thanks. Uh, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Anytime. Congratulations on, on funding. Armando, congratulations on, on having to draw those 10 pages. I'm excited. <laughs> I, know I don't show it, but I'm stoked. I'm ready. And, you know, good luck with with this whole universe. I hope Thank this you. Takes off and I, I hope you guys hit the hit the long stretch goals. They're just shadows with locks on them. I want to see those. Those are, those, are, those, yeah. are cool too. those are really cool, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to tell you until I get Marco. So, guys, go go check out the Kickstarter. The link is right here in the comments. It is also in the chat room up above or down below, depending on where you are. And uh, check out the new universe. Until next time, let's go for our- And we'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for coming out. <laughs>